Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Welcome to today's podcast with me, Laura Arrowsmith, and Sophie Hillier. I Yay! got it right this time. Whoop, she remembered. Whoop. No longer a Johnson. Um, so excited for today. We've got a great interview with a stylist. Oh, I just love all things fashion and life and just here, there and everything in between. Talking about the latest Christmas adverts and what online brands are doing in terms of innovation. Oh, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. I just can't, I can't speak highly enough of everything that they're doing at the moment. So yeah, I'm going to have a good old chat about Amazon. Um, but I also just want to let you know, this uh, lady right here, SLH, is in a panto. Oh, <laughs> oh no, she isn't. Oh no, she isn't. I am. I'm so excited. I'm a little bit exhausted, and I'm sorry if there's been any little little delays with the podcast. We'll just blame me and my it is also um, dram life. Um, what are you in the panto? I Tell am. everybody. I'm, I'm fairy sunshine. She's a fairy. I'm a fairy sunshine. So I'm really excited actually because it's me and two of my best friends, Janine and Emma, and we're a little uh, like. Tr- uh, Triplet, a fairy, that's not the right word. We're a trio. trio. Triplet. A fairy triplet. Trio. We're a fairy trio. But of course, I am the stupid one. Standard. So, yeah, so they're all like really cute and princessy and sparkly. I can't wait to go and watch it. Yeah. I'm so excited. Laura and the team um, from BCU are coming to see me as my little leaving do. Because they're like, what are we going to do for your leaving do, Sophie? And I was like, oh, I kind of got a problem here. I'm in panto like all of no December. I have no time. Which, which is why the podcast is all a bit. Yeah, just blame me. But um, so if you've got any Birmingham-based listeners, come and see us at Sutton Arts Theatre. It's going to be great. Um, before the pandemic, I used to do theatre all the time, didn't I? You did, yeah. So it's really been nice to get back into it. So we do apologise for any delays. But, you know, I'm just too busy prancing around on a stage with wings and a fairy wand. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to fashion. Enjoy the episode. So here we go. Yet another in the know. What is going on? In retail and in fashion. Right now. Right right this very second. What have you got for me? Tell me. What have I got for you? I'm going to start with my favourite new discovery. I think it's all round brilliant. And it's from Amazon, from Amazon Fashion. And it's a, a try before you buy for prime customers only. I discovered it this mm. weekend and I was like, I love this. I mean, I was doing my Christmas shopping and um, when filming this, I was a week away from payday. And I'm starting to think, oh, my God, it's, like, end of November. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I need to do some shopping. Um, and, you know, your bank account's not that healthy towards the end of the month, but I need to get on with this. So I was looking at a few bits and bobs um, for my father-in-law's times two. Um, so they, they don't listen, so who cares about what they get? And so I was looking at, you know, uh, like a nice Hugo Boss top and things like that. And um, it came up with, if you're on Prime, you get a free seven day to try before you buy. Love that. So they send it out to you on Prime, you get it next day, and then you've got seven days to send it back. I love it. I love it for loads of reasons. I think I love it because you can try loads of sizes, you know you're going to get it next day. And like you're queen of returns. How good would oh it not God. be to have a queue of returns oh waiting to go back? I mean, I'm sorry, Mum, but um, <laughs> when I calculated my returns the other week, I had like £400 worth of returns. That's like I a mortgage. Like, I know. And I was just like, why have I done this? What? Like, and it was the anxiety of, oh my God, how am I going to get through the next two weeks? Yeah. Because I think by the time I've returned it, it takes a couple of days and they've got to check it in. Then it's got to, you get yeah. a refund email. It could then be like you... 10 days, two weeks yeah. before you get the money back. 
yeah, that would help with the um, return rate anxiety. Oh, definitely. And I think this is my number one favourite thing is that I feel like it's going to stop people getting into debt. I've always got a rug bee in my bonnet. I don't know, because if you can just buy loads and loads of things knowing that you don't have to pay for it yet, you're going to buy more. And then what if with you don't return it within seven days? Because that seven-day window is really short. So I don't think that's short. How easy no. it is to take parcels back? Like, I, in the, like, radius of my house, I've got about five places that I can... Take my parcel. Yeah, back. I live in the middle of nowhere. That's true, depending on where you live. So for me, it's literally like Easier, yeah. a quarter of a mile up the road to a co op or a post office, you know, down the road. So I just think you've got to be responsible. Um, I've just got my real beer in my bonnet with all these, um, I've said it before, but Klarna's yeah. and clear pays and stuff like that because they just go, oh, yeah, perfect. You know, and instead of, so I'd rather almost go, oh, it's a week before payday. I really want this £20 dress. Amazon have got it. I can have it and I'll pay for it next week. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, oh, yeah, I'll just put it on my Klarna account. And then you never pay it back. And then suddenly it builds up. At, like, like, at least, like, it's not affecting your credit score. It's not affecting what you owe unless you put true, it on a credit card. True. And it's also like there's nothing more annoying. Like it happens to me all the time. I'm like, I really want to buy this, but I'm going to have to wait to pay day because I simply don't have the money. And then it goes out of stock. Yeah, you miss stuff all the time. My little trick for you fashionemic follower people, um, I I just buy everything on PayPal. PayPal generally takes about three, four days for it to come out your account. No, mine doesn't straight away. Oh, no, mine does. No, mine takes. sure it does. Mine takes a a good few days. So I know Mm. if if payday's Friday... I could probably order something today and it'll come out my account on Friday. Good one. Um, and I'll, I'll get the product if I've got my next day delivery and all of that. Um, and the other thing, actually, going off um, on that a little bit, is that Amazon have announced that as of January next year, they're not accepting Visa credit cards. Yes. Um, I think that's a move for them because of the they're cost. They're getting a big fine, aren't they? A big cost. Yeah. Um, so I did panic. It was it. so clever, though. Media sensationalisation. I've got the word wrong. <laughs> I've got to pretend that I didn't. How do you say it? Why can't I say that word? Like, my dad can't say salary. Salary? Yes, say wages. Hi, Ian. Um, yeah. Sen- How do I say it? Sensationalisation. I can't say You know what I mean. The media make a massive hoo-ha. Like, like Amazon oh, aren't accepting Visa anymore. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, my like, God, I only what? have a Visa like, I, Yeah, I only have a debit but it's Visa credit. Credit. So that's where then, yeah. and, and there was some confusion. So it makes sense. But then, so they're already, like, kicking off one credit card. Is You know, how long till the next? And Interesting. Other, other, retails, other retailers will follow as well. It wouldn't surprise me. But then, as we all know, that we're moving into that whole kind of, like, cashless society. Yeah. And COVID's, like, heightened that even further. Like, I think it's Sweden that are now nearly completely cashless. Um, so we should be accepting all forms yeah. of Yeah. Now they're taking cards. it away. Maybe Visa have put their fees up because so many car payments are going through. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But I bet Amazon are just, I mean, Amazon as, you know, number two retailer in the world. I think the second most downloaded app. I don't know anyone that hasn't got Prime. They're doing all this try before you buy. I just think they're just they're just um, smashing it, and they've opened that store, haven't they? Yes. Is yeah, it yeah, Amazon yeah. Four Star? Four Star. Yeah, yeah. It's in London, I think, isn't it? Is it Blue Water? Um, Blue Water. You are correct. And you were reading about like it picks upon like the most bought products. Yeah, it's. I don't know whether it's their top four hundred or top one hundred products. But then I think what a great opportunity to advertise smaller brands, smaller independent yeah. retailers, instead of like just giving all the money to like the big 
the big yeah, boys. Yeah, the ones that are, already, you know? are being bought. I think yeah. they're being really clever, looking at sales data, algorithms, yeah. what people search for, what do people want. to see. I think it's a good one to be opening um, just before Christmas as well. Oh, absolutely. I think that will, I think it's probably a, a good test kind yeah. of pre-Christmas to see, you know, with Black Friday and all those other things. I think it'd be really interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I just think it's just it's a, a nice new initiative. Yeah. And I think, I wonder if other retailers would follow suit. It wouldn't surprise me because it's just it's just that waiting for that money back. Like H&M is the absolute worst for getting your money back. See, I always do because my nearest store is just too far away and I'm lazy. (laughs) But it just takes, like by the time you return something, it takes probably about three, four weeks to get the money back. And then it's almost like what if you lose track of like forgetting that they've refunded, are they going to refund, keeping that piece of paper and praying to God that you don't lose it. Yeah, it's it's really easy to forget these things, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure they will, but like you, you want to know that, you know, so it would be amazing. But I, it's only going to be the big retailers because the smaller people, they need that money, don't they? They need the cash in the bank to yeah. be able to... I suppose if they've got to post it. I think the only yeah. brands that it would work for are brands that you already pay a subscription to. I suppose that's the security yes. for Amazon. Yeah. Is that if you're signed up and you order that dress, if you don't return it, they know they can just bank... They They've can got the details, account, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd have to be that you'd have to pay like so a true. small amount of money, but your bank details are linked with... Um, a direct debit or whatever it might be. So it just means that actually when the money needs to come out, it's there, it's good to go. So I just think it'd be really interesting. I think I think I would pay for that because it's, I just think it's an alternative to getting into debt. Yep, completely agree. Like, you know, so I just think if, I think if it meant me paying £5 a month or something, um, I, I'm luckily, I'm rinsing my Amazon Prime um, free student subscription still, I think. Me too. And then when I start my new job, I've got a new email address to re-sign up. So naughty. So naughty. naughty. But I am officially a student, and I'm a student for five years as well. So there you six go. Months so it's fine. It's not enough, Amazon. It's fine. So sponsor us. Give me free Prime. I'll try before I buy every day. Just for you, Amazon. You've got good customers with us, Amazon. <laughs> I literally love it. I've done so much of my um, Christmas shopping on there. So kudos, Amazon, for always thinking ahead. And... Definitely. Being innovative. Understanding the consumer wants and needs, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So the second one for me is Google launches fashion supply chain platform. Love this in terms of innovation. Lovely yeah. smooth link there. Yeah, it's just it's just those online retailers, online platforms that are just excelling. Um, but they've built a tool called Global Fibre Impact Explorer in partnership with uh, Stella McCartney. Oh, of course, very environmentally friendly. Stella. The textile exchange and the World Wide Fund for Nature mm-hmm. WWF to help raise brands understanding the environmental risks of their raw material sourcing. So I think this is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I think it's it's going to look like looks like it's going to be a really great research tool. I yes. think a lot of brands are potentially quite lazy and then rely on suppliers and actually don't do enough research. For so sure. it's, like, it's almost like no excuse. If, if a brand as big as Stella McCartney and Google uh, are publishing this for brands to use, there's absolutely no reason why brands shouldn't learn more about the materials and fibres and things like that that are being involved and are being used Um you know, buy their suppliers and stuff like yeah. that. I think there's just more and more um, emphasis on um, brands um, to do their research and understand this. So I just, I just think it's brilliant. I think brands are investing more in this aspect of their business strategy. I mean, Senna McCartney said that she and her team were able to identify cotton sources in Turkey that were facing increased water and climate ri- climate risks. Um, but other brands got involved, like Adidas, H and M. 
VF Corporation. So we're nice. starting to see a range of retailers jumping on board, to almost like come together, which I think is really um, nice to see. But it's definitely a move in the right direction. Yeah, I wonder how many brands will, will jump on jump on this and, and start using it. Um, you know, there's lots of other, uh, like the HIG index and things like that. So people are able to do like self-assessments and tracking for like their own sustainability supply chain and things like that. Um, the, only, the only thing that worries me is there's so many things out there. Like it's almost like, where do you go? And like, yeah. is, is there like going to be different information um, depending on which platform you use and research and stuff like that? So it's that consistency. It's almost like it needs something across like a broader scale. Mm-hmm. But I think all elements. I think that um, you know how we have like fair trades certificates. I think that suppliers, um, manufacturers Ooh, should have I love that. almost like a ranking, like how sustainable are you, maybe from one to three. You know that how you have like great. a food hygiene rating. Yeah. Maybe it should be a um, factory rating. That would be really interesting. A bit like you know when you, like, you buy something from the shop, and it, I'm just looking at my my um, plastic packaging, my plastic packaging from, your from my, my my slim and world snack. I had some ham hock. Here in the studio, thank you, MS, sponsor me. Um, in Ham Hock, I'd be very happy with that. And it like it breaks down like your energy fat, you know, all those things. Like imagine like if each of your suppliers had like that rating, it yeah. like told you like about like raw materials or their Where did the pig conditions. come from? Is the pig from England? <laughs> it could be like red, orange, red, yeah, orange, green. Maybe we've got a business model here, you know. Yeah, but we did this last time, yeah, and then we turn it very. Uh, it turned out that um, a business already existed doing what we're doing, who we are going to be interviewing. They're Eva. coming up. They're coming up. But um, also on the WWF website, you can, as an individual, you can do like an online quiz um, because I've done it. Uh, of course, yes. And it tells you um, your carbon footprint impact, what your impact Ooh. is on the world from how you live, how often you recycle, how you travel, oh, blah, blah, blah. how often you take flights, all these type of things. And it tells you your, your number. Oh, my God. So if you've got some free time. I also did the quiz on what's your love language. So I do quizzes all the time. I well, just love them. I used to love quizzes. Then I just got absolutely bored of them. I'm getting Facebook notifications of, do this new quiz. Have you played this quiz? No, hun. I'm busy. I'm clearly not. No, you're absolutely clearly not. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's interesting. But I definitely think that suppliers should be ranked. Um, and then that should be apparent on the brand's website. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. Um, moving on just slightly from that in terms of sustainability and things, I, I read a really interesting article. I can't remember. Might have been on Vanity Fair. Who knows? Varsity. It wasn't Vanity Fair. I knew it was a V. Um, a fashion journalist and columnist, um, Ella, I don't know. Sorry if I pronounced this name wrong. Eleanor Antonou. She did a year banning herself from buying any fast fashion. Oh, I've seen, yeah. Um, I mean, wow, like kudos. What would you, that stresses me out right now? I just, I don't know. Like, I'm, I wouldn't cope either. Like, even if it's not fast fashion, maybe just just buying. Um, and I suppose it's what you define as fast fashion. Yeah, I was just sitting purchased. here thinking: Is H and M classified as oh, fast fashion? God, this is a, this, that's a whole podcast, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, yeah, because that's so many different departments to what H and M do. Where What's does the it definition? Right, crap. Where does it quite categorise? Um, she has said that she has celebrated. It. I think she's really enjoyed it, and she's felt kind of very more creative in a style. Because I suppose if you if you've got what you've got and you can't buy anything more, you're going to reinvent ways to yeah. wear the stuff, which I definitely don't do enough. Um, I love it when influencers um, Missy Ells does this, which I think is fantastic. She always does like ten ways to style that item of clothing yeah <clears throat> because i often find that i'll buy something and i'll wear it with i don't know 
trousers or whatever, but I always think, oh, I'm not going to wear it with anything else. I never think, I never open my wardrobe doors and think, oh, that will go with so many different things. Uh, I, I just don't think time. like that. I think it's having the time to be like, right, let's, I used to do this really weird thing when I used to like write down my outfits. Because, oh, wow. yeah, if I didn't, um, there's only probably probably just pre-lockdown because I wouldn't wear things that were in my wardrobe. So, like, it might have been just, like, once every couple of weeks I'd just go for my wardrobe. You know, stuff's, like, hiding, like, behind stuff and you can't quite get to it yeah. and, like, you haven't seen it. Like, just gets you to pull things out and just and it create new outfits as yeah. well. I'm a big fan of writing things down anyway. But, yeah, and then also helps then as well. Um Like, if you've got, like, events, if you've got parties or you're going somewhere, you know, post-COVID, how lovely that we're getting to do that now. And it meant I could organise myself and kind of go, I've got this for this, I've got this for this. Then it actually did maybe slow me down a little bit. I've, I think I did, mm. I've started it just before we bought our first house because I was very aware that I need to, you know, declutter, clamp down <laughs> on what I'm buying. I think I, I think I did about two months now buying no clothes, which was just horrific. That's amazing. I think that's where my pyjama addiction came from. <laughs> I think that's just stemmed from just COVID like, anyway. Oh, just, just investing in more loungewear. Love loungewear and pajamas. That's still just absolutely uh, not changed. So kudos to Eleanor for doing that. Um, and then just lastly, last little note. Obviously, we talked last week about all the Christmas adverts and stuff like this. And it's not fashion, but I really wanted to bring it up. And it's a very controversial one anyway. So Tesco's advert, if you've seen it. Yeah. COVID, uh, Santa has a COVID pass, COVID pass, COVID pass. So it's absolutely sparked outrage. Um, and Tesco have come back and have commented and said, you know what? You know, we, we absolutely appreciate people's um, views and, and rights, but we thought it was a good way after the last 12 months to almost just poke fun a little bit and just yeah, put I get it that. in a light. Um, but obviously what's what's going to have happened is the people that haven't had the jabs are going to go... But I think it's, it's not the adults it's explaining to... Because, like, children haven't been jabbed yet. Yeah. So it's saying, oh, children, Santa's not going to come visit you because you haven't had the COVID jab. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and if it's, I was that's like probably... seven years old, I'd be absolutely like terrified that yeah. Santa hated me and I was on the naughty list. Yeah, I can kind of see what they've done. But I guess it's kind of like in a bit of solidarity that they're saying, you know, we completely back the vaccine and we think it is a necessity for yeah. you to be able to come into our stores. I kind of get, I, I see both sides of it. But at the same time, it's like, everyone needs to chill out a little bit. Yeah, I just think everything is just so, like, everyone's just like, oh, no, or so easily, is so easily offended. There's Every time year, to be offended. There's criticism about every Christmas advert. Everybody can't wait for the Sainsbury's, the John Lewis advert to come out, and then everybody slates it. People love it, people hate it. It's just like, everything's controversial. Sensationalised. I said it. There you go. Yay! <laughs> So we have a super fabulous guest today on our get to know section of the Fashademics. So we would love to introduce the superstar stylist, creative director, even a radio show host. What a woman. What a woman. <laughs> Laura Martin. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Thank you very much. Woo. AKA Marty Stylist on Instagram. Um, so I did say to you just before, before um, obviously, we asked you to come on, I, I, I very much remember you working at company when I was working down yes. um, down in London as well. So um, you would have seen some interesting things that I saw as the magazine industry's changed and, um, you know, crazy industry, yeah. very different industry, isn't it? Well, there's no, there's no real magazine industry now. It's, no. It's, uh, more in, it's more inspirational now, isn't it? I mean, I yes. still do shoots. The editorials and stuff but it's you know it, I mean it was never paid anyway but now it's just like either coffee book coffee book 
kind of magazines or like your usual like the ones that are still going are obviously like Vogue, L, all the kind of like mainstream ones but there's a lot that's just gone under uh but I always said at the time I was hoping that magazines would make a comeback but yeah. I don't know there's just there's just no there's just no money in it really at the minute no. and you know the kids I say the generation the kids just are that's not what they've been brought up on so I think the, diffi- them, the difficulty like, is it's the, it's the turnaround. So if like a, a magazine comes yeah. out weekly or monthly, well, you've already got that information online on social media. So yeah. it needs to be yeah. quick it's, and reactive now. It doesn't need, yeah. I think most people produce magazines to just be like the inspiration. Yes. It's not anything to buy. It's, it's, but it's kind of ruined it in a way because I think are people sick of like I, IG now in that sense because oh. there's all this recycling, upcycling. Mm vintage it's it's kind of killed itself hasn't it yeah you can just lose yourself for hours looking at stuff and you think what have I even taken from that half an hour or an hour like have I actually been inspired by it yeah absolutely just like mass content everywhere that it's almost like you're not taking anything in but what I'm finding with Instagram especially is that I want to still want to say ordinary people but people are now thinking that they are content creators and what they produce mm. has to have an aesthetic and your feed has to look and feel a certain way. I have no aesthetic. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mine does, but it's changed, a, a, well, a little bit recently, but that's because I was very slow to actually kind of go along with IG. Mm. You don't really see me on it, but I'm kind of kind of having to change that a bit at the minute, I think, because that's what everybody else is doing. But I don't really like to do what everybody else is doing. So. <laughs> I love the, the constant the feed. Conflict. I love your constant yeah. feed of Kate Moss. I just look, I've always loved Kate Moss. She's just a legend. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm wearing Kate Moss. If you could see me now, she's on my sweater. Is she? <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love I that. sweater. You did, yeah. you did. Oh, I used yeah, to have, and my dad cool. will laugh, because my dad always listens to this podcast, bless him. He's like, I number one fashionemics oh. fan. He, uh, I used to work at Topshop, like, during, like, the all the Kate Moss launches. Like, he used to work in the ah. store, and there was one day they were chucking this giant, like, it was huge. It was maybe, like, six, seven foot, like, um... A poster which went in the um, in the window <laughs> from Topshop Birmingham. Yeah. It was this, like a really holographic cool print of Kate Moss. It was like basically my headboard when I lived in London. It was it followed me oh. everywhere. I don't actually know where she is now, um, but yeah, she, what, what an absolute. You need letter. to dig her out. I'm like Ian, yeah, Ian, if you listen to this care. podcast, can you tell me where my Kate Moss is? I don't so know she's what in I the did. loft. Oh, <laughs> she's in the loft. Sign it. <laughs> love that. Yeah, she just doesn't care, does she? I no, just love her. she no. just doesn't care. No, but then that's the start sign so it's like yeah but we were having a conversation about her last week where I was um on a shoot last week and the model was an older model who's absolutely beautiful Stephanie and she said she's worked with Kate Moss and I was like oh my god what was it like because she would be my dream person to work with um but I think she's actually I shouldn't probably say this she must be quite in, insecure because of what was said to Stephanie after because um, Stephanie said um, on this shoot that uh, she was staring at her oh, and hey. Stephanie smiled at her and she just didn't do anything. And then the next next time she saw her or something, she came up to her and said, oh, she, and she said, oh, she introduced herself. And she said, oh, I'm Kate Moss. And Stephanie went, yeah, I know who you are. And she said, oh, I feel really like, this is Kate's word. She's like, I feel really like you guys are just so amazing. And I was just like, oh. that doesn't, that, if that's not the Kate Moss that's portrayed, but no. I mean, it must be, mustn't it? I don't know. But I guess if you're in the public eye so much, I think we forget that people age. 
And we yeah. see, we see, like, not saying this is Kate Moss, but you might look at Kate Moss and be like, oh, she looks older. But of course she does. Yeah. She prob- she's seeing people say that about her online, maybe, yeah. and just feeling a little bit insecure. But, I mean, Stephanie's like, she used to be a model back in the day. So she's been modeling, what, for over 30 mm. years. She's, it's I also comparison, isn't it? actually ask her her age. But it's all comparison. Yeah, which is the theft of joy. But also, I guess her daughter's a model, isn't she? So it's probably looking back thinking, oh, that used to be like my life. I used to be asked to do these things and now maybe I'm not. So again, it's probably just that maybe reflection and and looking back. I don't know. But she's not really a patron, Kate. Oops. Did I just say that? No, that's okay. This is a safe space to have a chat. <laughs> Absolute. Laura, write that down. Fashion Demix exclusive. Noted. <laughs> it's going I on the ground. I mean, I'm just biased because no one's ever really Kate, are they? I mean, I did have a crush on Cindy Crawford when I was oh, growing that's up. That's beautiful. Well. Like, oh. Cindy Crawford is my, like, yeah. What about Naomi so Campbell? Cindy Crawford and Kate. No. No, not for you. <laughs> no. Oh. No, not She's at all. a diva. She throws She's bones. She's ruffled feathers, you know. hasn't she? Oh yeah, I've heard a few stories as well, and I've I've heard stories that of people that have been directly in contact with her. Oh, so uh, yeah, I mean it all bla- it all it all when people are like that, it all stems from insecurities in the end. Yeah, That's I think I so. Yeah, and you know everybody's got them to a certain extent, and if you're in that industry, of course you're going to have them. But it was a different industry back in the day as well. Mm, so yeah. So yeah. you have uh, the most amazing CV and you've worked in so many places. So tell us about your career, how you got into it, um, why you love uh, doing what you're doing. So uh, in a nutshell, in a I, nutshell. Yeah, I, start, I wrote magazines when I was 16, but I was always interested in clothes. Mm. My mum will tell you, matching mm-hmm. shoes, matching clothes as ever. Um, there's a picture of me in a nappy with a heel. <laughs> My mum's favourite mules, purple mules. I still love, love this. them to this day. I love a mule. But, um, yeah, and then from there, I didn't really, I didn't hear back from many magazines. And then I went to do a course at London College of Fashion. I did a year's foundation. But then I went into the buying route. I did fashion product development oh. um, and went that route first. So I've got um, that experience as well. Um, and then I ended up at magazines when I was probably 24, so a bit later than your average. Mm-hmm. And actually then, you know, I did intern for Sunday Times Style, Elle, um, there's a number of magazines I can't remember. Um, but I ended up getting a, being in the right place at the right time with company, basically, when I was about uh, maybe, maybe 28, 29. I was late. I was a late bloomer to magazines at that point. But I had assisted like a fashion stylist for a year who used to do a lot for OK magazine. And we'd started off doing um, e-commerce before it was actually even like a thing. Right. And it used to be, you, have you heard of Ego Shoes? Yes, yes, yeah, I remember oh, them. Yes. Yeah. So Ego Shoes used to actually be a clothing company before. And they must have, I've only just realised this, I think it's the same people, but they must have ditched their clothing. Because we did that before. And then like I've, got so a like a multitude of experience basically I've done loads of stuff but um I actually didn't get into magazines until quite late like I went traveling when I was 21 came back at 22 went back into product development worked for the white stuff did that for about a year came into London and then assisted a couple of people did a few interns at Max and then got a job at um company finally when I was about I want to I don't know between 27 and 30 maybe because mm-hmm. I was there for about six years on and off 
Uh-huh. Um, and then I was kind of crossed over between Cosmo um, and then obviously did uh, maternity cover at Look Magazine that's no longer here. Oh, I've such a love look. Yeah. So, like, Look Magazine. Um, I was in Australia when that first came out, I think, and I remember it very well. But it changed quite a bit when I got there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the side... Uh, this is in a nutshell. This is really. If I missed something out. Yeah, I've started to do radio about two years ago, but obviously it was locked down. So really, I've only had a year's experience. Um, that's something. Just because I love music and I love dancing, so that's that's just my. I just love it. Yeah. Um, it's all volunteer. It's for a local radio station. Um, but I also, yeah, I just love music. <laughs> and then what else have I been doing? Um. What else? Oh, yeah. So that's kind of it. And I still do like editorials and I still work for commercial brands like online and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got a multitude of experience. Oh, that's amazing. So would you say yeah. like me? Like you said you love music and, and stuff like that. So yeah. does, is that just does, does that um, influence a lot of what you do in terms of your styling and, and things like that? Yes and no. I mean, I get asked this all the time what influences me. To be honest, it's just um I'm quite intuitive, I think. I'm just not, I'm not you. <laughs> I'm not your typical, what people would think is fashion, I think. I'm not like, I just believe in following my own instinct. Obviously, I look at trends and stuff, but mm-hmm. when it, you know, I'll look at, I will look at music. That's probably one thing. And I do look on AG, I look at like culture, but I do look at American culture more so. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Just because it's just, it's, it's bigger, isn't it? And I always wanted to move to America, which is still, really my goal I'm kind of still looking at doing that oh, is that for the career um, for the career over there or just yes culture yeah, or... yeah 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 just change scene a bit because it's kind of my lifestyle because uh in amongst that the my what I've been up to is obviously I had breast cancer in the middle of it yeah so when I was doing uh maternity cover at look that's when I was in the middle of doing treatment for breast cancer wow and wow so um yeah, but if I, I think when you look back on it now, I didn't. I worked throughout my entire kind of treatment and stuff. Gosh, I had that's like, crazy. Um, chemo, um, lumpectomy, and then I had uh, radiotherapy. But I've always been of the essence where I'm. I've got very good people around me and sense of healers. I'm. Uh, you'll notice on my stories as well on my Instagram that I'm very much into the joy of life, and I'm not. I'm not, I'm not religious. I'm not. I don't. I don't like labels. But mm. I guess I'm spiritual in a sense of like I've got healers around me. And I believe in all that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. astrology. I think it's just whatever you get gets you through what you have believing in your faith and you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so what I don't know where I was going to go with that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> have you found that obviously after having breast cancer, a lumpectomy, and stuff like that, you've you've shopped differently or, or um, styles no, changed? No, <laughs> I know I, I love that because some people say no. it does, doesn't it? And, mm-hmm. and you know they look for different products, and a lot of mm. brands are looking at how they can adapt things for people that might have medical issues or have had cancer, or you know all these things. I think the biggest thing for me was, I mean, I lost my hair, but I never truly lost all of it. So if you, there's probably pictures of me on Instagram where my hair was thinning and I was used to wear it one side to the plat, uh, in a plait. Ah. But for me, I lost my eyelashes, I lost my eyebrows. So for me, the hardest thing throughout was learning how to uh, maybe do eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's everyone's stress, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, isn't it's it? like, but then you just, 
get on with it and learn a lot. I didn't shop differently because I was always doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, I was always, you know, nothing really changed in essence of that kind of outlook for me because I always I always wore my red my red lipstick, but I always do that anyway. Yes. Um so the only thing that was re- you know, you it is difficult at the time but you go the how I process stuff is like, yeah, you hit me with this, I'll just live with all the feelings that I have for it right now and then I'm over it the next day. Yeah. So absolutely. it's just like, yeah, I'm, i remember losing my hair and like taking chunks out and then putting it in this Sainsbury's bag. <laughs> as you do as you do and I was like oh okay so it started and you just think oh okay it's gonna grow back there are times when I could have just shaved it off but I didn't I was just a bit like but to me I didn't really focus on any of it and I managed to keep my hair and I had uh the cold cap oh that's what yeah Luca had that yeah, 16 sessions I had it. So for me, <gasps> wow. that, oh my this, is the, this, the, this is the thing. This is why I believe that everybody, everybody's body is different. And I would meet women in, in chemo ward and they would lose their hair after one session. Whereas mm. I kept all of mine. I lost it. I thinned where the cat didn't get to, but I kept it. So that's why I believe that I do. I'm very much like, power of the mind and being yeah, absolutely. like you don't focus on it you don't let it you don't let it become you and yeah. you don't you know and that's why um you know not many people probably know I have it because I don't really shout about it no if I'm asked if I'm asked about it yeah, I'll happily talk, talk about it I love but that. there are things there are things that I would say that aren't you know not everybody's going to want to hear like the energy thing like I had a healing straight after I was told and there was a she'll always say my my mate is called Tiffany she's amazing and she'll say, your brain just clicked because you were told that you you made this happen, so therefore you can make it unhappen. You can get it out of your system. Yes, I love it. And um, I need it's a the Tiffany. Funniest, yeah, <laughs> but it's just like light bulb. But yeah, anyway, everything that's thrown at you in life, I'm just a believer in you. You alchemize it to your benefit because it's that. your life, and that that's that's just who I am, and I know. Uh, and I think that just when you said what are you passionate about and when I said about life that's why I'm passionate about life because I love that but I forgot that positivity has like come through in your career and all the things that you get they've got to have done and and you know and you know when me me and Laura were like obviously I've known I've known of you for such a long time and then like I showed Laura I was like this is who we're interviewing which is amazing Laura's like wow so that positivity (laughs) is like really translated for us like to see your career what kind of exciting things are you working on at the moment then um what am I doing oh I'm working on a new shoot I'm just about to work on my last shoot I think before Christmas but it's an editorial so it'll be on ice (laughs) oh wow okay it's gonna be on ice um uh shall I say anything else it's uh circus circus on ice oh (laughs) this sounds interesting wow okay um and then I've kind of been doing a few little projects on me to see if I really want to take on the gram with outfits because I just my mates have said you need to start doing more outfits and I'm like it's just not me but I think I have to just bite the bullet and do it so yeah there's little things like that I I, you know it's just that bit of you self-promotion it is hard isn't it because it's whether it's coming across like like you said if you don't you're you're not very egotistical like like you don't want to put all those things out there but then as part of the industry there's that pressure to do so isn't there yeah but the funniest thing is though I always look back on company and think actually I was I was doing that already with the page I had and I was like it was 
so easy being the face of a brand, but I can't do it for myself. It's bizarre. No. So I should really be ahead of the game because yes. of the company and how much. Or get someone to do it for you. Get Tiffany to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Actually, yeah, maybe. Oh, we could. <laughs> Oh, oh bless yeah. yeah, get yeah, you cat. <laughs> oh well, thank you so so much for coming thank on and you. having a chat with oh, us. It, it's amazing you're to welcome. hear about your career and you know, also like those personal bumps in the road as well. Like you said, like people see yeah. stylists and this, that and the other, and you know, you you've been through there and through through some tough times, but also, you know, your energy and your positivity is just it's just fabulous. We love it. Oh, was that enough stuff? Do you need anything else? No, that is absolutely perfect. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you so, so much. Have me on. Have me on again. I love it. Oh, well, we will. We will. We, <laughs> we is this the one that comes out in two weeks? Yeah. Oh, so this is coming Stop out the sixth of December. So we'll keep you updated with all the links Ooh, and all those perfect. things. Yeah. Let so. me know because then I can social it out. Oh, you're an absolute then. babe. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so thank much. Thank you for giving up your time. You. Take bye. care, Lord. Bye. 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 Okay. What's so, your Christmas list? What is my Christmas list? In the Christmas special. Uh, yeah, so this, like to know, we're discussing what we want for Christmas. So we're doing it like so it com- this one comes out a couple of weeks before Christmas so that we can use it as a hint to friends and family. <laughs> and our listeners, if our listeners want to send well, us presents. every year, this is going to sound so, so bad, but oh, every dear. year I do a little PowerPoint presentation of all the things that I no, would like for don't. Christmas. And I categorise it in items that are under £100, items that are under £50, items that are under £20, so that family and friends... Um, you said you send this round yeah people get a powerpoint from you (laughs) does it have audio recordings no it does that's a really good animation no it's it's quite basic but it's just kind of like hey if you're not sure what to buy me here's a little gift list for you actually i quite like that because i hate people that waste money on presents that you just know yeah which doesn't happen actually very often in in, to to be fair I don't often get a present and go, oh, oh, oh no, I, 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 I will welcome any, well. I will welcome any gift, and I'm thankful for any gift. I think I'm an easy person. To it's buy just more, for, I guess, for like my parents and my sister and Rob. Yeah. Oh, I send in a list. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's just a list. list. I yeah. just send it. I and love say, that you actually prep it in a PowerPoint presentation. I'll yeah. just go. Duh, 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 duh. There you go. There's some links. Yeah. Although I'm being really boring this year because me and Luca have bought a new house. Um and we want furniture. furniture please. <laughs> Daddy, can I please have a dining table? <laughs> Thanks, We're the same. We're having an extension. <gasps> so me and Rob just aren't buying each other presents. We're like, no. let's save up for a tumble dryer and let's save yeah. up for a new utility. We've been, and... I think because we got married this year as well, um, we're just a bit like like free from for our birthdays, we're like, right, we've got yeah. a set a really small set budget. Let's just get a few little bits and bobs. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean on my Christmas list, and you know what, I've put it on my Christmas list, but we all know that I'm going back to buy it myself anyway. <laughs> I, want, I want the rip-off OD in Primark, oh, the, Disney yeah, the Disney Christmas one. one. It's lovely. It's so nice, and there's matching PJs, um, so I need to go and buy it myself. So I'm going to say that's on my Christmas list, but I'm going to go but buy it myself. you're lucky, though, because your birthday's sooner than Christmas. Yeah, but it's so. also a bit crap because you like you get everything you want for your birthday, and then people are like, too excited. what do you want for Christmas? And you're like, uh-huh, I just have yeah. everything I want. Well, just review what you don't get for your birthday that's and then give out a, a new list. That's a good idea. I actually don't. What else do we actually want for our birthday? I actually don't really have anything. and Nothing that I would really want people to spend money on. Like, I feel bad. I'd like some new hair straighteners. Hair straighteners. But I hinted to Rob that I wanted hair straighteners so he could tell um, his family secret Santa. So I sent a couple of links to some hair straighteners. That's really cool. I'd love a Dyson era. Oh, I just think it's overrated. I think GHDs yeah, are overrated quid, as well. Aren't they? Like, I, I just... don't even have GHDs anymore. Aren't they just one heat setting? Like I yeah. bleach my hair 
it would just fall out. I can't, I've got to have a really low setting. And I've heard people say that, like, you know, like the GHDs you bought, like, when you were, like, 18, and they last, like, 10 years. Mine yeah. did last something, like, 10, 12 years. Um, that they're just not the same anymore. That when, I've known that people have bought them more recently and they just haven't lasted. Yeah. They don't have that longevity. I don't own any GHDs. What is on my Christmas My list? best Christmas present, so thank you to my mother-in-law, Michelle. She bought me, uh, they're called Diva, they're like a Diva Auto Curl. And I still, I've had them a well, few years Well, you put years, your hair no. in it, sucks it in. Sucks it. They yes. are the best curls. That is one of the best Christmas presents I've ever Surely had, just saying. Surely you can't put much hair in it, though. It depends. Sometimes it gets a little bit tangled. Mm. That's a little, little, little TikTok demonstration. TikTok, pathetic. I won't do TikTok. Uh, they are really, really good. Um, highly recommend. They're about 100 quid. But again, I've had mm. them. I think she bought me 2017, 2018. I really, really love them. I don't know what else I want for Christmas. I mean, you can't go wrong with a nice pair of pyjamas. Oh, I love pyjamas. I would like a new pair of slippers, but I think my mum's getting me those. Hi, Mum, I know you listen to this. Thank you very much ahead for my lovely new slippers. Ian, please, I just want my dining table. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just, I think Rob, Rob never likes to get anything off my list because he likes to surprise me, which is That's lovely. It. But at the same but time, it's stick like... Stick to the list, hon. Stick to the list. I would send Luca links, to be fair, as well. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, because yeah, it's my it's my birthday. Will this podcast be out before my birthday? Yeah. No. No, it won't be after my birthday. My birthday will have passed. Oh. Yeah, my birthday's next Sunday, 28th of November. Oh, and it's coming up so, And if you want to do... i tell you what I would really like for Christmas and my birthday. Double whammy. Listeners, subscribe. Five-star rating. Right, please. Nice. That's all this girl nice. wants for Christmas. Nice. But without us sounding like really ungrateful people, um, I do always buy Christmas lunches for homeless people for all my family, as well as gifts. I'll buy every family member a Christmas lunch for a homeless person. What do you mean? So, like, New Street Station used to do it. They did it two years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, when they invite everyone. They invite loads of homeless people. They give them a Christmas lunch. But you donate, like, I think it's like £10 per person, and they get a gift and they get a lunch. Oh, so you buy a person a lunch? Yeah. I thought you meant you buy everyone a lunch. No, no. So Laura, like... if anyone wants their Christmas dinner, <laughs> New Street Station, Laura hey. is paying. I'm not rich. Um, no, so I will, like, give my mum and dad and my sister a Christmas present, but I'll also give them a card saying, you have given a homeless person a Christmas lunch today as well. Okay. So, like, as each person has bought somebody a, a Christmas lunch. So you've spent £10 for every person of your family that comes round to buy someone else a Christmas lunch? Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. I just always feel so sad and also really yeah. blessed that, like, I can go to... My parents' house. Oh, and they God. So true. Put on yeah. the best Christmas. But I always, always feel sad thinking, what about all these homeless that. people or people that just Don't aren't going to have, gonna have yeah. a nice yeah. a nice hot meal? Sometimes Christmas isn't isn't the, the jolly, lovely exactly. thing it is for all people. So if so. you can do that, I mean, they range from like £5, £10, £20. It depends which charity, which organisation you go I to. But yeah, I do it every year. I feel bad saying anything that I want. <laughs> No, it's. I think it's it's good that you know what you want, but I also think for me, this is going to sound so cheesy. Christmas isn't about all the presents; no, it's, it's about not. spending time with family, and I also like just to give back. And we always do a lot of things for charity throughout the university and things that we do as yeah. well. So I just think it's nice. So I think if you can spend spare five pounds, do it. Give somebody a hot meal and know that when you sit down, that somebody else is having the same thing as you. There you it's go. Just nice. Make the fashion demics happy. Five star review and buy some a Christmas meal. There you go. Boom. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today. What a wonderful chin wag with the lovely Laura. My second favourite, Laura. Oh. Oh, love it, you. Oh. I love Laura. 
<laughs> no, absolutely amazing. What a career. What know, a wonderful so person. Um, so, yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, what else have we talked about today? Feels like forever ago. Google, it was about half an Amazon, ago. Christmas adverts. <gasps> Christmas Just, is coming, guys. I know. So, so, so exciting. exciting. Let us know what you're buying, the Christmas adverts that you're watching, anything I need to put on my wish list. Can you message us? Because we don't know what the hell we want. I know what I would like, and that would be for you to subscribe hey. <laughs> subscribe download. leave a review download get us back up my number three itunes position that is what i would love you to subscribe <laughs> and download there you go i don't want a lot for christmas there is just one thing Look i need subscribe <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'd really appreciate it Thanks love so you so much, much. bye Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.